Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Jared Diamond, National Baseball Writer of the Wall Street Journal, author Swing Kings. He's one of the best. He joins us right now on the hotline. Jared, thanks for joining us, bud. Yeah, thanks for having me. All right, um, you had mentioned something in a tweet yesterday about Jeff Passan where like, they were like, well, April 9th, but mm, some people are saying that this thing could go into May. How long do you think, uh, how, how long do you think it goes before we see baseball again? Well, everybody I've talked to in and around baseball has made it very clear that April 9th is not going to happen. In fact, it's not going to happen in April at all. So internally, there, people are saying the best-case scenario is Sometime in early May, frankly, I think that's even unrealistic. As I sit here today, uh, based on the people I've talked to and the reporting I've done, I think we're looking as educated guests June 1st at the earliest. I just don't see any way uh, this is any shorter than that, especially because we're now looking at essentially needing to have a second spring training, uh, given that players have now been allowed to leave and camps have closed. So even when things improve, the players are going to have to return, go back to Arizona and Florida, ramp back up for a couple of weeks. So we're in this for the long haul here. So what is that? What do you think that'll do? Because if it go if it goes into like April night, the original date, it's like okay, you got to make it up with some doubleheaders or whatever. Then I hear May. You're if you say June first, like you're just going to have to cut out dates in this season. Yeah, right now baseball is still saying internally that it wants to play all 162, but of course it's so fluid and. And I don't see any way how that realistically happens, uh, considering that this season's going to start very late. You can't just go that deep into the year and keep playing baseball. You can't be playing baseball in November and December. So I just don't see how you could play 162. I think the season's going to end up being shortened. How many games, I don't know. We'll see what the schedule will look like. We don't know. It all just depends on how long this hiatus is. And the problem is, as we sit here today, nobody even really has any clue how long we're going to be waiting to get games going. Jared Diamond joining us on the show from the Wall Street Journal. Follow him on Twitter. So it's kind of in this holding pattern. Uh, Baseball, from some of the people you talked to, was there there a hesitancy to to go down this road? Because there's a lot of people who go, man, we don't really want to upset the apple cart. And then as time went on this week... It's like, yeah, we, we, we really got to dial it back and get people away from each other here. There was no choice by the end of the week. You know, earlier this, or earlier this week, I think as, early, as late as Tuesday, Wednesday, the thought was, well, you know, we'll find alternate sites. We'll play games in places where uh, maybe is not as much affected by the outbreak. Then it was, all right, maybe we can play with no fans. But then by Wednesday night, Thursday, it became very clear that there was no other option here. And then once the NBA jumped and canceled its season or suspended its season, baseball had no choice. 
I think what the NBA showed, uh, which is very clear now, is that all it takes is one player or one person in baseball to test positive for this virus, and everything is shut down. That's what happened in the NBA, right? One player tests positive, and it immediately was clear that everything had to stop. Uh, I think baseball and all the other sports realized they had to try to get out in front of that and make sure that they didn't wait for that to happen because the overwhelming odds are at some point athletes in every sport are going to come down with the disease at some point. Jared Diamond joining us on the show. Yeah, you're trying to you, you, just to get rid of the severity because I, I, it's been again, it's been so weird, Jared, and and kind of just a new experience. Because even I myself, I go, well, if they let us watch basketball, I'm going to go over and watch basketball, and then they don't want to let you watch basketball. And my first thought wasn't anger; it was like, oh, this is this is pretty serious, and probably if we're going to shut down basketball and things like that, maybe we should shut down a lot of other things. I think if there's if there's any upside to what's happened in sports in the last couple of days is that I hope that it, it's telling people that this is serious and we have to take it very seriously. Sports sort of serves as a reflection of the culture, right? And as recently as this week, people were still not taking what was happening all that seriously, saying, well, that's in China, that's in, in Italy, it's not going to happen here. Well, every sports league, sort of the fabric of our society, has completely shut down. I hope that's a message to all these people still questioning what's happening here to say, all right, maybe it's time I start taking this seriously. Maybe I, I stay indoors, stop going to work or work from home for a little while because this is no joke. Jared Diamond joining us from the Wall Street Journal. I, I got to ask some questions in a sports sense, even though this is serious here. Uh, what does this? What could this do about the All-Star game if it starts on June 1st? And then maybe what about a trade deadline? These are all the questions I think are being discussed literally probably not as we speak because it's only 7.45 a.m. in Arizona right now, but today in Arizona for the second day in a row, Rob Manfred, Tony Clark, and, and their people are planning on meeting for the second time. They met throughout the day yesterday, and these are among the issues that are being discussed in addition to all the financial issues and about player salary and service time and bonuses. These are all conversations on the table. Uh, and I'm sure the questions you ask, like the All-Star Game and trade deadline, are all going to be part of that discussion. I think in reality, things are going to be sort of happening on the fly. There's going to be plans that will be made that will have to be adjusted depending on when this season gets going. Uh, we're in totally uncharted water here. There's no playbook. This has never happened before in, base- in baseball's long history. We've never seen anything like it. So we're all just kind of figuring it out as we go. How do you think Rob Manfred has, has handled this so far? I think he finally came to realize that he had to act, and he acted, right? I mean, he had no other choice. I just I don't think there was any other option besides shutting everything down. The only thing that I, w- I disagree with that he's done in this realm so far is I, would never, I wouldn't have put that April 9th date on it, saying, well, we're going to shut down the minimum of two weeks. I think that kind of gave people hope. Well, it's only two weeks. It'll be April 9th. I, I can't imagine there was ever a scenario where that was going to be true. So I suppose if I were running things, I would have just said, well, uh, we're just spending the season until further notice. We'll be back with you and we have, you know, something to say. But I don't think that's a too big of a sin. So I think he's done what he's had to do. You got a book coming out on the 31st. If I can ask, is, is, it, is everything still coming out with the book? Is it, that going to be on time? It is coming out as far as, as we sit here today, 
it is coming out. I'm hoping that, uh, you know, people are going to be sitting at home for a while and need something to do. So why not read a book, right? I can't think of a better time to read books when we're all sitting inside with everything closed and nothing on TV. So, <laughs> what, so well, tell me about the book. Tell me about the book here, Jared. All right. Well, it's called Swing Kings. It's naturally, it's about baseball. Shocker. Um, it's the story <laughs> of it's the story of of the home run revolution that we've seen in the game over the last couple of years, and specifically. It's about a group of, of superstar players, guys that we all know, like J.D. Martinez and Justin Turner and Aaron Judge and others, who found themselves on the fringes of, of baseball, so close to losing their jobs or being on the way out. And they ended up emerging, as we know, as real stars by, in a very unusual way, which was by changing their swing, working with some of these outside guru-hitting guys that you see on Twitter who – we all probably think are insane. We have no idea what they're talking about. Uh, but in some of these, to some of these major league players, they had a lot to say. And they've had incredible success working with these guys and remaking their whole careers. And the book tells that their story. Books available from William Morrow Books. I'm sure you can find it on Amazon. You can find just about anything on Amazon. I got one more for you oh, here. Yeah. And again, let me, let, we're, we're being sensitive to the entire situation. But from a sports sense here. If they start on June 1st, how does this change the way we take in the Houston Astros and everything there? Because fans are, I mean, fans have been relentless to them throughout spring training. Uh, what happens then if we take this hiatus and then baseball starts anew on, on June 1st? Yeah, I don't, I don't mean to be, to be flip about it either, but if there's any team that's thrilled that everything's shut down right now, it's the Astros, right? I mean, mm-hmm. remember a couple of weeks ago, the only thing we were talking about was whether the buzzers were real. And I haven't heard the word buzzers in about two weeks yep. because of uh, this other stuff going on. Here's what I'd say to that. I think whenever the season gets going again, whenever that is, people are still going to want to boo the Astros. You know why? Because people are going to ta- want that outlet. There's gonna be, people are going to be stir crazy. And the return of sports is going to be viewed, I think, as this real great thing after a real terrible thing. And uh, how better to reflect your sort of stir craziness than going out there and booing the team everybody hates now. Jared, I couldn't agree with you more, my friend. I really couldn't. I thank you very much for the time, buddy. All the best. Again, the book's coming out, Swing Kings. This is on March 31st. Jared, take care of you and yours, and hopefully we'll talk to you again soon, bud. Yeah, what are you going to be talking about for the next month with no games? You know, people keep asking. Jared, I'm going to tell you this. I think people are going to, if they listen to Sports Talk Radio, they're going to realize how how little we always talk about games. I, I, I'm because I, I, I think I think there will be someone we're going to find out more about Tom Brady. Someone's going to say they don't want to play in a certain place somewhere. There's going to be more about some CBA. They're going to probably vote electronically. You got a draft coming up about what they're going to do there in the NFL. Baseball. Who knows? We're going to hear about when they're coming back, when they're not coming back. Like we are going to hear so much that I think people are going to realize. Yeah, we really don't talk a lot about the games. We really don't. Well, I'll sure I'll be listening because there's nothing on TV, so I'm turning on the radio. All right. Well, maybe I'll do War of the Worlds next week. Maybe I can do that. Oh, yeah, I'll be good. All right, <laughs> Thank- man, thanks a lot. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.